0: Welcome to the SUMC podcast, where I hope to encourage you towards life and church revitalization and am your unofficial source for revitalization within the local United Methodist Church. I'm doing this because I serve within the UMC and have seen an across-the-board issue of discipleship, and I seek to use the knowledge that I have, and more importantly, what I'm learning on my own journey, with those of you who may have been struggling for years or are just starting out and may have some ideas or don't know what to do. So, let's walk this journey together. Now, most churches have missions or an idea of missions, and they do it through programming. But I'm going to challenge this as a discipleship step. To me, programs are just programs, and they don't really do anything to grow people towards Jesus Christ. They provide something for the people in the church, but they don't necessarily provide something in terms of the kingdom of God for the community people. Now programs are needed, but they must be understood for what they are and their overall purpose within a discipleship process. And I think that this is the hardest hurdle to overcome and it's going to take the most patience uh, for you leaders. So the difference that you need to find Again, an answer for and discuss with your people is what is the difference between a ministry and a program and what does it mean to have a mission and to be missional? So those questions you need to answer for yourselves. Now here here are some things to think about. You need to think about those questions in a few different settings. So, What are your missions for your church? What are you gifted for? What does it mean to be missional? And who are you targeting? So number one, think about people inside the church. Don't stop uh, discipling one another. Your mission is to journey with one another, to encourage one another, to build up, to train up, to equip to come up with new ministries, to facilitate small groups and Bible studies. So continue to think missionally in terms of how you're equipping one another and sharpening one another to grow into mature believers. Number two, think outside the church. How are you reaching people that are not being reached? Who are you overlooking? What giftings does your church have as a collective? that you can use to reach your community for Jesus Christ? Have you done any demographic studies? Do you know the population? Do you know what people are struggling with? Uh, You might say that there's a drug problem and it's a poor uh, area. Well, everybody says that. So what is it specifically that you are gifted for as a local church? And then going back to number one, what are certain individuals really passionate about in your church? And what are you doing to foster and equip that passion so they can use it for the kingdom of God? So think inside the church and how you can encourage your people. Think outside the church and how you're reaching those who are not being reached. Number three, think regionally. Now, what I mean by regionally is think about the next county over, Think about the next state over from where you are. If you're on the East Coast, think maybe up and down the East Coast. If you're on the West Coast, think up and down the West Coast. You know, Central U.S. So regionally is just some bigger geographical area that maybe your giftings of the church could reach. So think inside the church, think outside the church. And then if you're going with me here, think regionally. In other words start with your Jerusalem stuff, spread to your Judea stuff, spread to your Samaria stuff, and spread to your ends of the earth stuff. So, in terms of the ends of the earth, think globally. So, let's say that you're on a discipleship track, and within your discipleship track, you're developing people inside the church um, to be on the trustees and your trustee team is looking for training opportunities and team building opportunities. And inside the church, you've discovered those people with the gifts and the talents to be on the trustees or whatever you want to call it, building committee, something to do with the building and grounds. Then you start building ramps for people through UMCOR or like our local impact project, um, or you help with roofs, things like that uh, outside the church but in your local community. Then regionally, maybe there's other people that need those kinds of things done. Maybe home repair is just sort of the general tenor of what your team is gifted for. But now you can think globally and go way outside, go to another country where they need help, do the same thing that you're doing in the church, in the community, regionally, but now across the world somewhere and build a relationship with another community of believers across the world. So now, in terms of a discipleship process, in this specific focus of talented people that have skills to repair and do that kind of work, now you're specifically building disciples through that one element. And so with that understanding of discipleship, You're now taking people with giftings and talents in one area, and you have a process for them to grow, to be equipped, and then maybe to become leaders of a whole different ministry or over that particular ministry um, as a trustee or a trustee chair or team leader, whatever your church is calling it. The other thing to think about is a budget because this stuff costs money. What can you volunteer for? What can you give in terms of money, not just time, but money? above your tithe to these projects, especially if you're passionate about it. Always take your budget to prayer, and whatever your mission is, especially if you've got a target group for your demographic, you know the skills, talents, and giftings of your church as a collective, then you need to budget for those things and make that part of the work of the church. Because to be honest with you, it's not serious until it's in the budget. Your budget is is going to reflect your discipleship process. Maybe that's a whole podcast for another time. So things to think about in terms of mission and missions and thinking missionally is how are you going to have this mindset as a culture inside the church? And then that culture, how are you going to move it outside the church into your local community? Then how is it going to spread to the region around you? And then how could it spread further to the rest of the globe? And how are you budgeting for those things? Now, thinking about this, if you're a new pastor, uh, appointed just last July, and maybe you've been there for, what is it, 8 to 10 months in the time I'm doing this podcast. Maybe you haven't been there quite a year yet. Look around your church. See what's being done already. Learn what's been done before and maybe is missed. Start praying about it. And wait for the person who is going to lead if you don't feel like you have a particular gift mix, but you see clearly the giftings of this church. Chances are those giftings are going to line up, and that's why you've been appointed there, all things being equal in terms of the DS and the bishop and everybody praying for you to be there. So things will, might line up. Uh, no matter the case, God has placed you there for a reason. So observe. Observe. That's your main task right now, new pastor, is observe and pray. If you've been there a while as a pastor, or if you don't have a pastor and you've been part of the leadership team that's been there for a while, what's your church doing? Uh, Is it helping people grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ and to grow closer to one another inside your church? If you're doing uh, things outside of the church building in terms of events, Are those events helping people connect with the church and your church people? Not just in that moment, but afterwards. What's your follow-up, in other words? What's your invitation? Is there one? How are people learning about your church? And how are you interacting with those people? If you're not, come up with a plan to do so. At least invite them to Sunday worship or to a small group or to something. And if you don't have a pastor and you feel like you're floundering, I would say find what people are interested in in your church and then utilize the resources and trainings through the conference. Or better yet, join another local church in what they're doing and join them in what their mission is because God is still at work in other churches. So join with other churches and what they're doing. Offer your help and maybe something will come out of that. Just put it at the Lord's feet. So again, think inside the church how you can build up your people. Think outside the church and how you can serve the community but also be invitational and missional in what you're doing to your local church or to your small groups so that people can connect with Jesus Christ. Then think regionally and what you can do around the region as a, as a form of discipleship. And think globally, where can you go uh, to expand your giftings and talents? And five budget for these things and make it part of your discipleship process for an inroad to your church. So somebody might not come to Sunday service, but they see all the work that you're doing in the community and they join your group in the community. What a great way to connect with those people that aren't yet part of your church and just keep inviting them. That's the part of the overall discipleship process. So part of the discipleship process it's to foster growth through doing things for the community, but also connecting the community with a local church in order that those people might become disciples of Jesus Christ. So think inside the church. If somebody comes, how are you fostering growth when they come in that front door? How are they going to become a leader of a ministry? What's the process? Think outside the church. How are you getting people to hear about your church, hear about what you're doing? And what's the invitation? Then think regionally as somebody comes into your church and sees opportunities for things that you're doing, how can that be expanded? And should it? Also, is there any global opportunities that are there for you? So in all these instances, as part of your discipleship process that is an option for people to grow in their faith if they have the skills and the talents to do certain things. So next time we're going to be talking about getting personal in episode 12. And I'm going to be looking at whether or not you have what it takes to be a great leader of others. Do you have the humility? Do you have the passion? Do you have the call? And we're going to be examining those things uh, next week. Until then, press on, my friends.